on, guys. We turned out okay. The Modern Parent's Guide to Old School Parenting. I'm going to hang upside down from the swing set. Welcome to We Turned Out Okay with host Karen Locke Cole. I want to climb to the top of that tree. And now, here's your host, Karen Locke Cole. Welcome to episode 46, a Your Child Explained episode where we really try to get into the mind of our kids and figure out what's happening in there. So in real time, Tuesday's episode was episode 45 with Carrie Anderson, a career professional and a mom and a woman who's also got uh, multiple sclerosis and is really thriving. It's about, the, the, our, our interview was so amazing and it, it was about how it just got into we, you know, it's funny, we hardly talked about multiple sclerosis for the first probably three quarters of it. But we talked about so much else and just so much that's good in Carrie's life and, and how when they're confronted with problems, she and her husband, how they kind of solve them. And you don't need to listen to that episode to listen to this one. It's not a prerequisite, but it's a great episode and it's so worth your time. So in real time, it's Christmas Eve. This episode is dropping on Christmas Eve, which is so, I don't know, I think that's kind of interesting how that's happened. Like I, when I first started the podcast, I had no idea. I didn't even know that I was going to have your child explained episodes on Thursdays, uh, you know, every other Thursday at that time. And like there was a, there was a your child explained episode on Thanksgiving day. And now there's one on Christmas Eve. And what I like about the your child explains is they're not as long generally as the Tuesday episodes. So it's a, it's a more of a kind of quick snippet, look into your child's head and, and, how can we, how can we understand our kids better? And how can we uh, work with them a little bit better, you know, to kind of have a happier life, to have a, a more harmonious life with our kids. And so it's Christmas Eve today. And I really feel like episode 45, the episode that dropped this past Tuesday is the antidote to Christmas crazy, because I don't know, if if your life is anything like mine, but today on Christmas Eve, there's there's a thousand things to do. And I f- I'm sure for, for a lot of you out there, that's going to be true. Um, maybe not everybody, but for, for quite a few Americans, we even if we're not particularly religious, we do celebrate Christmas. Uh, because it's a family thing. It's It's got, I, I really recognize and, and love the tradition, you know, how Christmas comes to us. Um, and, and why we celebrate it. And for me, it's really about family. And so even with all the craziness, even with the, the gifts for teachers and the outfit for the, the church, um, pageant, and, uh, if you're in the choir learning, you know, sort of uh, the extra rehearsals that you have right now, because, because you're going to be singing on, on Sunday and, um, or even tonight at midnight mass. And it's, there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot going on today. But Carrie Anderson, the episode that I recorded with Carrie Anderson, really is the antidote to Christmas crazy, because it's all about what we have to be grateful for in our lives. And we have so much to be grateful for. And so I, you know, I really hope that you would go back and give it a listen. And one of the stories that Carrie tells 
it, that we, this is kind of what I wanted to get into today. This is, this is the look into our child's head that we're, we're going to take today. Carrie shared a story about moving to Cambridge, where they now live, too late to the, their space in the lottery. Cause so Cambridge has a lottery system for schools. And so her son started kindergarten in a, in a, let's say, let's say kind of less than uh perfect setting for him and she he had a great preschool experience and so they knew that like school was great for him that it was going to be really good and then when he, when he went to kindergarten he would come home he cried a lot at first and even when he stopped crying he was just a changed kid he wasn't he wasn't him his usual kind of happy self he wasn't engaged he he was unhappy and it was like a systemic unhappiness and finally they said you know what's going on and, and he said I don't have enough time to play. And, and that, that word, those words really, really resonated with Carrie and her husband. I don't have enough time to play. And they thought we have to do something about this. So they, they started an appeals process, I guess, in Cambridge, if you don't like where your child is, you, you can go to an appeals board and they will, you know, figure out if it's, if it's a good move for you to, to change to a different school or something like that. And it can't be about like how much time it takes your your child to get to school. Cause by the way, this, this school, if they, if he had taken the bus, he would have had to be on the bus at 6 AM, 6 AM. Uh, and the, and I mean, so they, they basically drove him. They were like, he would have had a 12 hour day if he'd been, if he'd taken the bus to go to that school. So that wasn't happening. So it, it but the appeals process cannot be about what what's convenient for you like if if you know it can't be about a sort of hardship that you have getting to the school it has to be about something that has to do with the school itself and the school's routines as they relate to your child so when Carrie and her husband were figuring out how to make their appeal they couldn't say well it takes them an hour and 45 minutes to get to school uh or it would if we didn't drive him you know um Instead, they they basically went up in front of the board and they said, here is our one concern. Our son says, in his own words, I don't have enough time to play. And that's what made the difference. The the appeal went through on the strength of those one, two, three, four, five, six, seven words. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yep. I don't have enough time to play. And Carrie talks about how joyful they were. It was in July and they were on the Cape when they got the call that that he would not have to go to that same school the next year, that instead he would be going to a different school, a school that was much more suited to him. And, and he does have time to play now, long story short. But today I wanted to talk about how hearing him made the difference for them. And I feel like there's a difference between listening to and hearing. Listening to is you're acknowledging that something is coming into your ears. You you listen, you're listening to that. And I think it could actually be worked in the opposite direction. You could hear somebody but not really listen to them. But I I for some reason today I'm thinking about it in this way that you could listen but not really hear. And I have a story to share from our own lives. So when when Jay was potty training, which potty training was tough for both of my kids. Uh I can remember standing in the library <laughs> in tears. It, when Max was four years old and I was holding on to this book called Toilet Training in Less Than a Day. And I had not only not toilet trained him in less than a day, but I'd gone through, I think he went through on that first day, like 25 pairs of underwear. And 
I can remember being on the phone the night I tried to do this in one day, being on the phone with my friend Shannon. I was downstairs standing in front of the dryer waiting for the underwear to dry. And Max was upstairs running around. I could hear him running around his little feet. And he didn't have any underwear on because I'd run out of underwear. And I was on the phone with Shannon and I was like, how can I do this? How can I keep doing this? And uh, Shannon, by the way, is one of the episode zero friends that that comes on the podcast to talk about my first, like my, how I got to be a podcaster, which is what the, which is what the episode zero is for. So if you want to go back and find out who Shannon is, she's right on there. Anyway, so I'm on the phone with her and, and I'm in front of the dryer and I'm crying so hard about how can I do this? And I remember her saying, it's okay. Like you're going to get through this, <laughs> you know? And, and I did. And so then I'm at the library and I've got this book and I'm like, this is the suckiest book in the world. And I'm so stressed out about this. And and one of the librarians who I still see every week when we go to the library, she said to me at the time, she said, there are going to be so much more bigger problems than potty training. She says, let this one go. It's okay. He'll, he will not go to kindergarten, not potty trained. It'll be okay. And, and that is held to be so true. So Pauline, thank you so much. It's, it's really, it's really true. I mean, it seems so big at the time, but it isn't. So anyway, we come through that with Max and we agree that we're, we're just not going to make that big a deal of it with Jay, but we still get into potty training mode, right? So we're, we're making him go to the bathroom every hour or two hours or whatever while he's in underwear because we don't want an accident. We want him to not pee all over everything. And, and there was this one day, it was actually, we were at Thanksgiving. Uh, we were visiting my mother-in-law in Connecticut, which we do every year for Thanksgiving. And we're there and we're doing our rigmarole where this is maybe the third time I've made him go to the bathroom since he's been up this morning and it's only 11 o'clock or something like that. And he's on the potty and he's just got his head in his hands. And I'm like, come on, Jay, you know, just give it a try. It'll be fine, whatever. And he looks at me and he says, mom, he's sort of, his head is in his hands and he's looking up at me like, so that his hands are on the side of his head. I mean, his hair is all messed up. You can just picture him looking up at me with these appealing eyes. And he says, mom, you're always making me. And I just thought, God, he's right. I am always making him like I'm not, I'm totally not giving this to him at all. I'm not hearing him. I'm not listening to him. I'm not hearing him. And I just thought, wow, I got to stop this right now. And I got down and I said, you know what? You're right. I'm so sorry. I'm going to hear you. You come off this potty and you go when you're ready. And you know what? He, when we did that, when we listened to him, he figured it out with one accident. He, he, one time he was like, oh, this doesn't feel good. And he figured it out. I think it was partly because he was ready, but I also think it was partly because he knew that we had heard him. You know, that we weren't going to make him do these things anymore that he just didn't want to do. And I loved how he said it so seriously, too. He said, he said, you're always making me. And that's really what today's show is about. When when we listen to them, they can really, they can impart some serious lessons to us. So when they're driving you crazy, kind of as we wrap up this this episode, when they're driving you nuts, when things seem like they are at their worst, Maybe it's the day before Christmas. Maybe like today, the world is full of insanity for most of us today, right? Maybe your kid is trying to tell you a very simple truth and you just haven't heard it yet. So try to really listen. Ask yourself, what is, even if they can't say it with words, what's the message that she's trying to get me to understand? Because I bet that somewhere under lots of of enthusiasm, misbehavior, pee accidents, There's a simple truth there and it's up to us to hear it. 
So that's all we've got time for today. I, I want to thank you so much for listening. If your life is full of Christmas crazy today and you still made time to listen, I really hope you take something from today's episode that you really need because it's 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 a crazy day. So if you get the chance to listen to this today, I, I, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate it and that I hope it really works for you. I appreciate you all listening so much, every one of you. Uh, and I just want to say thanks, thanks, thanks for having me in your ears today. It means so much to me. And that we will see you next time. Bye. Do you have a question about something your kid is doing that is driving you crazy? Well, don't let that continue. As Gordon from Sesame Street always says, asking questions is a good way of finding something out. Put my master's degree in early childhood education and years of experience working with young children to work for you. Go to weturnedoutok.com slash contact or email me at karen at weturnedoutok or ask your question on the Facebook fan page, which is the We Turned Out OK podcast page or Instagram at We Turned Out OK or on Twitter at Stone Age Techie or you can even snail mail it to me. Karen Lock Culp, P.O. Box 61, Bellingham, Massachusetts, 02019. And you'll get your question answered here on a future Your Child Explained episode. We'll see you here for the next episode of We Turned Out Okay. Thanks so much for listening.